0: Welcome to the Success in South Carolina podcast, where we will be hearing the untold stories of success from people in our community. These successful neighbors of ours will share their real-life philosophies and solutions for success to inspire us, educate us, and help us find peace, joy, and love, along with a purpose, a mission, and a vision for our lives. And I'm your host, Jonathan Peoples. Our guest today is a native of Spartanburg, South Carolina. He is a commercial relationship manager with Waldrop. He is a chapter coordinator with Industrial Network Group. He has one of the most successful podcasts in South Carolina. He also does a weekly LinkedIn Live with his cousin that gets thousands of impressions. I consider him wildly successful, but he would tell you he's just the average dude. Welcome to the show, Daniel Allison. Howdy, Daniel. Hey, Jonathan! Thanks, thanks for having me on, and what a great introduction,
1: man! I I feel better about myself already.
0: <laughs> well, man, I appreciate. it. Thanks for joining us for the podcast. Absolutely, man! Looking forward to talking with you. I know you and I are just now getting to know each other, but i've been I have been aware of you and been kind of a, a, a fan, listening to your podcast and watching your LinkedIn lives uh, for so, quite some time now. You you started this a couple of years ago, there, right?
1: I I did, and and I I appreciate that. And one of the benefits, I would say, of of doing a podcast is meeting like-minded people like yourself. I mean, we haven't known each other long, but we just met each other, and we can go to that same kind of same sheet of music, if you will, because we both like the same things. And so it's great to meet people that are
0: like-minded. Right, right. Yeah. So I've been doing the podcast now for going on three years. That's awesome. I I started this new podcast because I wanted to get the stories and I wanted to hear the stories of what I consider successful people in our area to help build the community up. So let's start the show by kind of telling your story uh, of how you became the average dude or or how, how you got to where you are in your success journey. I know that you consider yourself the average dude, but you also accomplished great things even though you don't consider that you've got all these great skills and talents that you were born with, I think that you've discovered some secrets along the way that have helped you get to where you're at. Is that correct?
1: I I think so. Yeah. I I, I tell you what, the more, the more progress I make on my personal development journey, the more I realize, Hey, I'll be happy with average because there's a lot of talent out in the world, you know?
0: Yeah. But
1: but that kind of being self-aware and, and, and kind of accepting what, what our, our given talents are, and then just looking to maximize or self-actualize what we've been given and, and do the best that we can with what we've got. And that's really what's fulfilling. You know, it's not it's not that top speed, but getting the most out of myself is is really what I have found to be exciting. Um, but yeah, so so my my journey, um, I really, it started on 11, 11, 2014. So okay. November the 11th, 2014, I had been in sales my entire career didn't go to college uh, started working full-time in sales at, at 19 for a company that sold phone systems so uh they were also an internet service provider so it, it's been a while yeah yeah <laughs> but um uh, but i worked in a, a variety of industries and 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 really jonathan just uh 11 11 14 I, I tell people is where I went from caring to really caring. I had just been kind of coasting through life. I was uh, just not not pushing myself, not being self disciplined, chasing pleasure, doing all the things that that don't don't that I know I know now from experience don't don't add up to a successful or fulfilling life, right? right. And and I of course I had Thought about going, you know, going into doing more personal development and, and you get all these ideas and, and it just nothing ever clicks. Well, 11-11-2014, actually someone from LinkedIn, I wasn't even active on LinkedIn, they reached out to me as a total stranger, wanted to have an introductory call with me. And got me on the call and this was a, uh, it was a life coach and I, I'd never had any experience with life coaches or anything like that. So very begrudgingly, I took a 30 minute intro call with this person. Wow. And, yeah. And I was really just kind of had an attitude about it, was not serious about the call in any shape, way or form, uh, was too busy complaining and telling my victim story to listen to anybody. Right. Mm. And, and she, it was a female and she said to me some things that made me shift my perspective, that made me see where I was fooling myself, essentially, you know, I was fooling myself. So she, after all these people, and sometimes, you know, you just, I I don't know that it was necessarily her. It's just sometimes the right word at the right time just lights a fire. She said to me that day, something that made me change the way that I thought. And then in that moment, I just decided, well, hey, I'm going to change the way that I'm living as well. And uh, I remember every time I think about that story, I remember the chills that I got, because as I was talking, I was sitting down and she said something. She said, well, are you willing to, you know, basically, Jonathan, she said, if you can do it, Daniel, are you willing to do it? Why why wouldn't you do it right now? Right. It was kind of a a personal challenge and Mm. Uh, and I, I stood up and had the chills and man, away, away I went, you know, I mean, that, that was the, that was the catalyst. And since then, um, uh, since then a lot of great things have happened, a lot of cool things have happened, but it, it took, it took me changing completely the way that I thought I, in lieu of kind of finger pointing, playing the blame game, being the victim, right. I took full responsibility at that point and said, you know What? Nobody else's fault. It's my fault. It's my decisions that got me exactly where I am in life, and it's the exact same thing that's gonna get me out. It's my decisions. Wow. And and I started uh, right then. Um, you know, next morning I got up at
0: five a.m. and went to the gym.
1: <laughs> that's
0: awesome. So, yeah, and that's that's super freeing. That uh, you know, I feel like a lot of people go through, and the culture nowadays is taught to be. Victims and taught to be offended by everything, so I think that it it is it becomes freeing, and I think that you just touched on at least one of the uh, a great principle of success there to taking personal responsibility. Yes, you know um I've read the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Wilnick. Yeah, yeah, Wilnick, and uh, he in that he just talks about how if if you're playing the victim, then you've got zero control over the rest of your life. Yeah, but, but once you say you know what, I'm the one to blame. Now, unfortunately. Yes, I'm the one to blame, but that frees me to say, you know what? I can get out of this too because yes. I am in control. Oh my gosh!
1: And that and that is such a I, I didn't I didn't understand that. I, I, somebody had sent me a saying one time. It said, "Never complain, never explain, mm-hmm. never complain, never explain." And I started thinking, well, well, sometimes there is there is an explanation. It simply doesn't matter. People. Right. People tune out the, you know, we call it an excuse or an explanation or that sort of thing. What we want to do is empower ourselves to tell ourselves, hey, it's hard, but I'm in control, you know, and and and, and it's going to depend on, like, as you said, if I accept full responsibility, I got myself into this mess, I can get myself out as well. Right. So it's, uh, uh, it's a big thing. And, and if we listen closely to people you know, we we all know, and and it was the, I was definitely one of these people. You go to a job, no no company has everything figured out, right? And 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 if we have this kind of victim mentality, in, in lieu of seeing what we can do to change, we we say, oh, the company's doing this, and and it may be true, it may right. be, true, but it does not matter. I mean, and so a lot of wasted energy on these uh, kind of uh, the, these ideas from folks that that uh, about what management maybe should or shouldn't do or the company should or shouldn't do when at the end of the day there's plenty that we can do on an individual basis
0: to to move the ball forward. Right. What's great about what you just said, Daniel? I heard a lot of especially the younger generation have it in their heart they want to change the world. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize <laughs> that what they have to do is change themselves, yeah, change the world. That's that- right. Is that what you're saying there? It, it, like, yeah, I have oh. to do what I can do. I I can only control two things. I can control my actions and my yeah. attitude, and that's it. Yeah, is it Jordan Peterson
1: that talks about making your bed? You know, make make your bed, clean your room first before you take on all these. You know, <laughs> uh, and, and and I think that is a great. A great way to look at it, um, and and absolutely, it's what I'm saying. You know, take care of the things, control your world. That that's one of the things that I have. You know, we think happiness is is what the what we're all after, but but I really think it's control because when we're in control of our actions and decisions, then we feel more stable, and with that stability, we feel more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I think that control
0: is really what we're after: self-control. That's awesome. So you've had a, you've had a journey since then though, since uh, November 11th, 2014, tell us, tell us what you've done since you don't feel free to brag on yourself or whatever you got to do, but, but, (laughs) but what, what, what has, what has the journey looked like for you since November 11th?
1: Yeah. So it it was really a lot of just small things that I became disciplined on. One of those things was like making my bed. So I, 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 I say, you know, one of and I'm going to digress a little bit here, but one of the things I always say is that the biggest thing that I've learned is if you get off track, the best thing you can do is get back on track. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not getting off track, that means you're not, you're, you're not on a path. Anyway, we're, if you, if you start a habit, a routine, a, a mindset and, and, and you start working towards that, you're going to get off track at some point. Right. right. And, and, And I always think about a NASCAR, you know, NASCAR, there'll be a big crash. Everybody's going everywhere, but you've got one guy that's in the infield. He's spinning out, but the car's still drivable. Get back on the road, man, and let's roll. So. So that's what you know. So I start these routines. I did everything from like walking ten thousand steps, where I was you know checking my steps and make sure I get in green every day, and mm. just these things to keep myself active. And while I would walk, I'd listen to to audios. Yeah. And one yeah. of the times when I was walking, this was early on in that journey. I just had a bunch of things that I would do. Uh, the the gentleman said. If there's something that scares you, but you've always thought you wanted to do it, you need to take action on, it, and you need to do it right now. And so, I was walking. Now, I stopped. And I said, "I've always wanted to do public speaking." So, I immediately started looking for, you know, a, I just I just googled, you know, public speaking classes near me, and that's how I found Toastmasters. Got and you, yeah. And Toastmasters, uh, I went the next, you know, I found the the next event, and th- this is one thing I would say that I started doing since 11, 11, 14. I, I go from idea to implementation as quickly as possible. Right? <laughs> <Okay, laughs> awesome. Yeah. If I if I decided I wanted to do public speaking, I found it. I I went to the next one. Right. right. And uh, another thing that that happened in that time, I started doing things. So I'd implement these things out here in the audios while I was walking, Jonathan. You know. So like right. what Grant Cardone said, call back through your network. You know, if you, if you haven't talked to your network and he gave some ideas on that, well, what did I do? I started calling through my network. Yeah. And, and I talked to a guy, named Hal Morris that I'd worked with years ago and we called up and he said, Daniel, do you know a guy named Chris Simmons? And I said, nah, I don't believe I know him. He said, well, I, I think you ought to meet him. Here's his cell number. Okay. And so I, I called Chris and, uh, Course, we're we're good friends now, but he is running something called the Industrial Network Group. Uh he invited me to one of those. I'm now a coordinator in in, in that group. And 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 of course I found Waldrock within that group. But my point is, you know, I'm doing what I heard in the and it's very average things. This is nothing, yeah. you know, but just just being very uh assertive and quickly turning these ideas into action. I remember I read that. You remember? Sorry, I'm I'm Mel Robbins. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go! You know, and so that's what I started doing, man. Just as soon as I, I, I do that backwards count. And, yeah. and take action
0: on it. Yeah, <laughs> that is great. That is great, man. You've got so much that you said there. In that, <laughs> sorry, in that that yeah. I, I like to unpack things too, and and yeah, and, to make sure that I'm to make sure that I'm getting it, and make sure our listeners are getting it too. But one of the no, things, one of my favorite phrases that you said was, "When you get off track, the best thing you can do is get back on track." <laughs> and I love it. That is so yes. simple, but so true. Yes. Through. yes. Uh, and then you you discussed you know getting these daily small like taking your steps, listening yes. to an audio or a podcast or something, and then taking action on those. And these mm-hmm. probably weren't like you weren't listening to Harry Potter and the the Sorcerer's Stone. You were listening to like Grant Cardone. You were listening yes. to successful people. Yes. Um, so yeah. you're getting you're getting success mentality just put in you on a daily basis. But not just sitting on it, because I know a lot of people who read a lot of books and listen to a lot of podcasts, but do nothing. Yes. But action and action is the second half of that coin. That's super important. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And and it just y- y- we can we can really make progress if, if we do less, you know, consumption and more more action. Right. Yeah. I mean, it can be such small things, anything to make us. Flex that uncomfortable muscle. Anything from even if you're not going to get, even if it's not a big account, that that uh, from a prospecting standpoint, and these are just little games that I play with myself. Yeah. If I if I'm somewhat, I feel trepidation, fear about walking into that situation. I do it. I I, have, I, I hold myself accountable that I have to walk in there and yeah. face uncomfortable because the more reps that we have under that uncomfortable feeling. I don't care if you're an average dude or what your skill set is. If you're willing to do that, then you're going to have good things happen.
0: You know? Right. Right. Stretching growth always happens outside of our comfort zone.
1: Yeah. And we say that and we intellectualize that and it makes sense. But then we don't do those. We don't take those opportunities. And so what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be some great, you know, grand speech in front of thousands of people, small little things, social in our social lives, just taking that little uh, extra step to make things, to, to, we say make it uncomfortable, but you be willing to be uncomfortable. We don't want it to be uncomfortable, but it's going right. to be because we're doing something that challenges us. That's you know? awesome.
0: That's yeah. Awesome. So I appreciate you sharing that. And, and then throughout that, you've gone, uh, you said you started your podcast three, three years ago. So you, you got into Toastmasters, then you started yes. your, what made you, What gave you the inspiration? Because starting a podcast is not – I guess nowadays it's more normal than it was 10 years ago, but it's still not the norm for someone to not just take it on, but then you've got – how many episodes are you at this point? It's got to be over 100. Yeah, I'm not sure because I've kind of spread
1: it into other things, but the podcast – here's what I I would would like to say about the podcast – Sometimes people say, find your passion, find your while, find what it is that you like to do that really fires you up. And, and if you're like me, you're like, well, I, I don't know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And and what I have found, what I really love to do, Jonathan, is podcasting, interviewing people. Yeah. And I didn't know that I loved that until I started taking action in other areas and trying a bunch of different things, you right. know? And, and so the Toastmasters led to doing some public speaking. It led to some leadership opportunities, doing things in ING. I started doing the the selfie videos on, on LinkedIn and just talking about personal development. And, and, and one thing I would add there, swim in those waters. I mean, personal development is not something that we do for a given period of time. I'm going to work on my personal development. It's, it's what we, I mean, that's my job is personal right. development. So right. Um, I think the more that we can talk about it, even on these podcasts like this, I mean, me and you will both end this podcast with extra energy because we're we're talking about things right. that we know But it's good to talk about it and think about it and swim in those waters. But um, I, I I got the idea for podcasting through a group Zoom call. Someone that I'm now friends with, they reached out to me and they said, I think you should start a podcast. And I said, Really? And, they, and she said, yeah. And, and I said, well, I have something I've thought about. You know, I do like talking with people. I have a lot of conversations, obviously, in sales. As you you know, we have conversations all the time. Right, right. And she said, well, I think you should something to consider. Well, uh, I went on Anchor. It said record first episode. And I was like, well, what am I going to call it? And I thought to myself, well, I'm a, i mean, I don't have a college education. <laughs> you know, I've got average income. I've got an average IQ. I've got. I would just be the average dude. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, she she gave me the idea to do it, and and I remember her. I said, well, I posted my first episode, and she called me, and she was like, I just mentioned that to you, but that kind of goes back to my point, Jonathan. I just. Once I had the idea, I said, I'm going to do it. I went to anchor and I hit record and did a solo cast and just talked for five minutes. But I know there's such a big gap between doing and not doing, you know, what mm. I'm not going to be Joe Rogan. One of the the things that I always say, but you're tall enough to ride the ride. In other words, if, in, in this illustration, if, if podcasting is a roller coaster, if, and Joe Rogan is the tallest guy on the roller coaster. He's, you know, they have the hand, you got to be tall yeah. enough to ride. Well, he's tall. But we look at Joe Rogan and say, oh, I'm not tall. I'm not as tall as Joe Rogan. I can't get on. Well, yeah, you can. You just got to be tall enough to get on the hand.
0: Right? Right. So right.
1: And you get on and then let's have a good time, put your hands in the air, enjoy yourself. Right. And, and, and that maybe Joe Rogan is, uh, you know, maybe the tall people are holding on tight, but if you're tall enough to get on and you can play loose, well, then you're going to have a good time as well
0: You know that is. That is great. I love, uh, I love your energy. Anyway, oh, but-
1: oh, no, man. Well, it, you know what? I have gotten j- just from doing all these things that we're talking about, you know, and, and it, regardless regards if it's a speaking opportunity or if it's a zoom or whatever, again, it's just that rip. Re- and, and being ourselves, Jonathan, that right. to me, if it's an accent, if it's whatever it is, if we can, uh, you know, the, the, the benefit of doing these little self-discipline things is we have trust and belief in ourselves. If we really want to build self-esteem, that's how it's done. And it kind of is what it is, you know, it, it's like, I don't know, there's, but, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, we we can
0: face uncomfortable situations when we're okay with ourselves, basically. Right. Wow. So there's another key of success that I think you just spoke out there. And that was that, your, grow, your personal success is based on your belief in yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that's why what you said earlier, the gr- continual personal growth and then actually taking action on that gives you those reps you talked about. But the more reps you get, the more you believe in yourself. Yes. And the funny thing is too, Daniel, like you'd think that, well, I'm jumping from one thing to because I'm trying a lot of different things. And as you're trying things, you're probably failing too, right? Oh, God. But, the, but the odd yeah. thing is, once you become comfortable with failing, then you believe in yourself more. <laughs> I so many people shy away from failing because they're like, "I don't want to fail because failure feels bad." I think, especially in our education system, we're taught: fail, you get an F, that's bad. It's a bad thing if you fail. That's right. And, but life is the opposite. Success is the opposite. Am I right? Absolutely, you're right. And 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 doing.
1: You know, that first time that we do anything, we're not good at it. We don't want to not be good at things. You know, so I've 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 done a lot of first time things like, I, I, I you know, the, the kind of traditional things jumped out of an airplane because I wanted to overcome my fear of heights. That's more of a physical thing. But it's still it's overcoming the mind when the mind wants to keep us safe. You know, I went downtown Greenville and did improv comedy and, and I, I did uh, Toastmasters. uh so I, I don't just lip service this. I really do. But That's I did. Awesome. A, I did a uh, 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 a Toastmasters uh, table topics is what they call it. But it's kind of like they give the the question like a beauty pageant. You know, they'll ask you a question. Got to talk on it for one to two minutes. I said, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to try some extemporaneous speaking. So I wanted to tell you this. This is a big fail story. <laughs> so to, to your point. Yeah. So this is my first contest. You you get this question. There's probably 100 people in the auditorium. These are all really qualified speakers. <laughs> right. and, uh, so I went first and I went up. And of course, the big fear, the thing you don't want to do is not have anything to say, you know, for to just, well, he asked me the question and I went totally blank. I mean, you
0: oh, could have stop no. in
1: this auditorium. And and so then I tried to utter some words. But what happens? I don't know if you've seen the Miss Teen USA where the, the young lady from Myrtle Beach kind of she says something and just totally. Butchers. Well, I feel for her because the mind, when you're under that kind of pressure, it does. I mean, it just turned into mush. And, and I uttered a few words and I thought, man, that question was too hard. That You know, I, I was making all these kind of. I was very embarrassed. I went and sat down. It went terribly. The second contestant, he came down with his hands up in the air, running down to the stage and gave the greatest two-minute speech I'd ever heard. And I thought, well, there you go, average dude. That's where you're at. But what happened, Jonathan, is, what's the worst that's gonna happen now? You know, right. I mean, I, I, I lived, I'm still here. People were very nice to me. Oh, don't worry about it, da 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 And I thought to myself, all right. I'm not going to worry about it, you know, and, right. and and away we go. We're back on track. Right. So I guess I say that to say the, wor- the very worst can happen. The most embarrassing situation can happen. But to your point, I actually felt empowered after that. Right. <laughs> because, OK, I did.
0: I did it. And the worst happened. Well, now now what? You see, right. it's, I think that you you feel empowered because you failed, but you're still alive. Yeah. breathing, you, like you said, what the worst happened, but what, it wasn't that bad. Okay, great. Yeah. Now I feel empowered to go do something else and fail at it. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it, Daniel. Um, yeah. Well, well, so tell me this, I, I'm going to pivot here for for a second because sure. I feel like you've got listening to all these podcasts, doing this self-development, doing this growth. Yeah. I feel like you've got a lot of, uh, you've helped people along the way that have helped you accomplish great success or you've mm. secrets that have helped you accomplish great success, even though you're just an average dude, right? Sure, yes. Um, Absolutely. What, what do you feel like – I, I want to ask kind of in three different segments, right? Number one, within the sales career, right? What are, what are some sales secrets or t- uh, tips that you can give an up-and-coming someone who – who maybe they're in the sales industry and they feel like, man, I just, I, I need to get better. What can I do with that? What's, what's, what's what are your secrets or your tips that you would give someone in that area? In sales,
1: I would say the most important thing is your energy is your vibe, right? More so than what you say or do it. So, so what I would say is that the, the most important thing in my sales career is the things that I do when I'm not selling, right? taking care of myself from a physical standpoint, making sure you hydrated, the whole nine yards because wow. people will feel the energy and more so important than how you say it or what you say or how you let, you know, the, any of that is your vibe, your energy. So that when you are in front of people, you are effective. And, and so that, that goes into this kind of enthusiasm and everybody's got their kind of their skill set, much like a, a football player and where do we position them on the team? So you kind of go with that. But for me, I'm an energy guy. I need to make sure that my energy is up. My vibe is good so that they feel it without,
0: without me having to say anything, you know, that is awesome. I don't know if you've ever read the book, how I raised myself from failure to success. Mm-hmm. Uh, by frank betcher it's an old book i mean i probably 1930s or 40s yeah uh but in that one of the first chapters he talks about enthusiasm Yeah. Uh, so that's great that you say that it's 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 the things that i do off but outside of the meeting that keep my energy and my enthusiasm up. what are some of those things you do that, that you you mentioned taking care of your health drinking water drinking yeah drinking drink, drinking water yeah so so of
1: course the kind of traditional things uh I will say that something that that came as a part. So one of the things I enjoy doing, I don't do it for any other reason because I enjoyed it, is journaling. You know, and, and the way that I journal is just an externalization of, of thoughts that I'm having. So I, I don't, it's not like a diary, I did this, I did that. It's okay, my mind keeps playing this loop. I'm stuck in a, I'm, I keep replaying a situation. I keep you know, thinking about what does this person think of me or what happened on this? Anything that I find myself that loop, I will I will externalize it. I'll put it down on paper. I will say I am thinking about these sorts of things. I am thinking Mm -hmm. about it probably because of this, this and this, this, this and this. I will flesh it all out. And what happens is even if there's not a solution to this, spreading out all just getting it all out of my head allows it just dissipates it it's no longer heavy on me
0: you right? feel lighter
1: yes and and so that very often I will so the journal the journal is just this important thing <laughs> and and I will take it because how much time is wasted it's more important Time management is not wasting time. I have found that I have plenty of time if I just can shorten the amount of time that I am thinking about things that don't move the ball forward, right? Mm-hmm. And very often that is the case with the only person in the world that's thinking about it is us. I also say scaling these things, you know, we we keep the small things smaller. So thinking big to me is making things that don't matter smaller, you know? Hey, if I was where I want to be, if I meet all my goals and I am would this be bothering me, <laughs> you know, is a good question. No, because it, it's only bothering me because I'm thinking small and I'm in this small mm. world. So I, I need to I need to change the scale so that I am the person that has already achieved those goals, mm. because I know how that person thinks. And he would he or she would just be like, well, that it doesn't matter because the truth is it doesn't. It only matters to me because I'm thinking small. So I need to change the scale when I think about thinking big.
0: Wow. I love that. That's a, that's another great principle. I've never, I don't know if I've ever heard it put that way, Daniel, that, that yeah. thinking big is actually taking those, actually putting yourself in the mindset and in the position in advance of if I were here, if I had accomplished those great things already, would this matter to me? And no, because yeah. I feel like sometimes we get so critical about so many small little things in our life. But what that what does that do? That takes our mind and it makes it small. Yes. Because we're thinking about those small things. So what you're saying is you take those small things that that just keep popping up in your head and you put them on paper. Absolutely. To get them out of your head. I get them out of my head and spread.
1: Yes, absolutely. And 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 I'm I'm very careful to just just say it like it is we we. A lot of times we create you know the 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 horsepower turns against us they are our, our minds turn against us right but what I have found is that if we externalize those things and uh, get get them out then it just it just it allows us to move on right it allows yeah. us to move on and to see it differently
0: It's kind of like the the person that says if you're angry at someone write them a letter. And then just wait a day and then maybe and if you still if you're still mad at them, then send it. Nine, nine out of ten, you've you've put it on paper and you're not mad at them anymore because you got it out. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And 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 I will say too, oh that I, I know where I was going earlier, just a lot of times we will we 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 form these, you know, not to try to get too Uh, psychological on it but we form these constructs to protect ourselves right so we we come up with these because we don't want to believe what probably is the very truth about ourselves right Mm -hmm. but i say it is what it is you know acceptance in this way of if we really can look and when we write you know hey there's nobody around you know what the truth is i'm probably upset with this person because you know, I feel inferior around them and it makes me want to strike out because I'm insecure. It's not their fault or whatever the case might be. But we write these things. It's the truth. And the truth is powerful in that way. The truth for ourselves. If we're going to be fooled by anyone, don't let it be yourself. You yeah, know. Right. So, so I, 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 I use the journal, to be honest with myself, and it's so freeing,
0: man. Is that is that something you do? And, and the reason I'm I'm very curious about journaling, right? Because this is something that honestly I've never done journaling, and I'm yeah. very interested in it. I've this is my second podcast, Daniel. You're the second person that's told me about journaling. Yeah, so I feel like maybe it's a secret that I need to hear. Maybe it's something that yeah. I, that I need to institute immediately in my life. Or is it something you do on the evenings? How do you? What does this journaling look like?
1: Yeah, I I do it again. It when you I, I would say Jonathan, when it gets to the point where it is a. time you look forward to right because it's something that you all it's kind of like uh uh i i what i would say i call it third party writing and i just kind of write what's happening i don't try to have any type of planned deal and a lot of times it can be repetitive but it goes back to what i'm talking about here just swimming in the waters of you know i am you know starting out with an i am you know i am this i am that so you can what's what's amazing about writing is you can kind of control you know you can become anything you want to on that paper right i mean you can right. you, know what, you can, whatever so you you can say i am this i am that and then you can go the other way and and kind of do the polarity and what this in other words Hey, hey, these are the things that you know. These are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. We can be ruthlessly uh, 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 accurate in right. our, our assessment of ourselves, and 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 then we can also kind of play. But but the whole point in this is we start seeing seeing how flexible the mind is, and how the truth is, it's all just. A lot of it's just uh, illusion, <laughs> you know. But 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 when you start playing with those parameters, there's freedom in that, and you start you start to understand what's happening, and you become the matador, right? If the if the bull and the mind and the emotions are the
0: bull, and you're the matador, you're controlling all of that, and that's that's a good thing. Okay. Well, this is definitely. I'm I'm taking this as a sign from God or the universe or whatever <laughs> that, that Jonathan needs to start daily journaling.
1: I think you'd love it, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's it's something that I've heard a lot about, but I've never instituted it in my life. Um, it's it's funny how you hear these secrets, and sometimes you're like, well, maybe that's for somebody else, but it's not for me. Yeah. Um, so that's. I feel like if I've heard it twice, I've heard it two times in a row. It's for me. It's not for anybody else. Maybe it's for someone else in our in our uh, audience as well. But definitely, it's for me.
1: I would say the same thing with like meditation there are no rules to journaling you can journal for 2 minutes you know and and, and just write just write you know just right. this is my journal i'm going to write a sentence i don't even feel like doing this but i heard it on the podcast so i'm trying just do that you know right. but just get used to in lieu of of uh, processing things internally writing them down that that's really what journaling is for me if my mind is 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 spinning on the topic like a programming loop, well then I need to definitely. But I I will do it with my morning cup of coffee before we talk. I go down. I carry my journal. I have a cup of coffee. I might write for five minutes. I might write for ten minutes. I might get on a roll and sit there for a while. But 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 I'm just doing.
0: I'm, I'm I do it. I do it. I have my journal with me pretty much all the time. So what are uh, this is, this is kind of leads into my, uh, another good question here. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like are some of your regular success habits? Just, ju- we talked about sales. Hey, here's some sales advice. What about just personal? Here's my life success habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, journaling is obviously one of those. You talked about yeah. meditation it, and, and then also it's kind of the second half to that question. Are those habits, something you do in a specific, like I do this every morning. I do this every evening or, Hey, you know what? I just do this every day. It's going to be whenever.
1: Yeah. I I do. I do the second part of that, which is I try to get some exercise every day and, and and I I will bring up making your bed again, but there, if we can keep this core. So I think about it, like if you're climbing, you know, uh, if you're a, a mountain climber, a rock climber, you know, remember that movie free solo, Well, he's doing it without any equipment, but most of these guys have the little hooks, they hook themselves. And so that way, if they fall, they're only going so far. Mm -hmm. And so that's the same way that I kind of build my routines. If nothing else, that that bed, which I'm pointing to my left, you can't see me, but that bed in there, that's going to be made every day, regardless of how I feel. So there's this ebb and flow and sometimes we feel good, sometimes we feel bad, but have this core, these core things that we do, small things that, you know, it's 10 pushups and make my bed. I don't care what happens. I'm going to do those things. And the, you know, no matter how simple it is. So I do, I have, uh, I have everything, everything that I do is based on my energy. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I try to keep my energy at a certain certain frame of mind and so everything I do from the journaling meditation all these things that we read at the personal develop every personal development book says right Right. as far as building a routine having those things and you know and if we think about it from the you know I want I want to be you know I got to wake my body up right so I don't care if you exercise yoga you go for a walk you know, I'm going to need this to operate in this environment called reality, <laughs> and so I need to wake it up. I need to be ready, and and so I, then I need to do something to wake my mind up. So as far mm-hmm. as the morning routine, I, I'm just I'm preparing my body to to go about the day, and um, and so me personally, I like the flexibility of hey, I that that's the goal, get the body ready, get right. you know get, get into that zone. Um, I like to, you know, for sales, I like to have, you know, hit a layup before you take a three, shoot a three, right. Get, get something to get you some momentum, right. Halt to people, go down to the coffee shop, start a conversation with someone, um, and conversations. I focus on conversations because that's what gives me energy. And so whatever that is for anybody, um, I'd say find that and build your routine around that. And that way, you know, if you go to the Carolina Panthers training camp, depending on what position determines what kind of warming up you're doing, right? So you might see receivers catching balls, of course, quarterbacks throwing, kickers kicking, doing different stretches depending on what your skill set is. So I think that's probably accurate for us, too, from a standpoint, if you're in sales and you're an energy guy, we'll do things that keep that energy up. But know yourself. Be very self aware. That's, I think, that's important. That's great, and how do you build that self awareness? Um, I think uh, through for me personally, my the, through through journaling. You know, looking looking at and after. I would say this: so after a social situation, I come back. Say you go to a wedding. You know, go through if you're in sales. I mean, this is what we do for a living. We interact with people socially. And and so if you do kind of a post game report on, you know, I was thinking this, this happened. I felt these feelings, you know, and, and, and look at what we experience, you know, and and then how would we like for it to be different? and And so it doesn't have to be a, a sales call that we go on. I, I think that's a little too late, right? We go on a sales call, and then we start evaluating our performance. We are if you're in sales, you're you're social. you know, so how am I interacting with people? What feelings am I feeling? Again, going back to being honest with ourselves. Um, and 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 that that is the way that it's it, it hurts, right? The, the self-awareness is one of those things where a lot of times we we, You know, in order to protect ourselves, we have these these constructs that we build. But like an onion, uh, somebody said that self-awareness is like an onion. The more layers, you, the deeper you go or the more layers you got, the more you cry or something like that. (laughs) But, 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 But it's one of those things we don't want to accept it. But when we do, when we accept the truth of ourselves, then then I go on a show like this or I do anything. And hey, it is what it is. If people don't accept us, don't like us we know that at least we're being, they, they, they didn't like us because we were being, us. We're being genuine. That we're being genuine. And so there's just freedom in that. And, and so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I do. I, I would say too, a big deal for me has, you know, I'm big on proximity, right? So if we want relationships, we have to create proximity to the types of people that make us want to do good in life i mean really right. it's that that's simple right but and but these people aren't you know inviting us over there's not you know they say we're the five the average of the five people we hang out with well they're in a group of five billionaires asking us to come sit down with them, you know right. we have to create proximity to people not only financial but maybe you know create proximity to people that are doing well with health that are doing well with whatever and then we we uh strategically build our network, not just for money or anything like that, but just, just to have the right people in our lives.
0: That is awesome. I love yeah. the proximity. And you're right that that when we were growing up, when we were kids, we were taught, be careful who you hang around because, you know, that, your mom said that person's a bad influence. I don't want you hanging around them. Well, it works the opposite way, too. You hang yeah. around good people, then they can be a good influence. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, if you get get proximity to these people that are where you want to be in life and that it's almost as if through osmosis or friction or just rubbing that people talk about rubbing shoulders with these people. Well, really, if you're that close that you can rub shoulders, you're something's coming off on you, whether it be their their energy, their aura, their their smell, whatever. Yes. Something from them.
1: Absolutely. I I love that. Rubbing shoulders. That's exactly right. That's That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's pivot here, Daniel. I want to talk yeah. a little bit about your podcast. Uh, yeah, because I feel like it's very intriguing. Uh, you've done hundred—I I don't know—it's got to be at least hundreds of episodes. I I, I, don't, I don't know what the number
1: is, but I've 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 done
0: I've done a lot. <laughs> I started to count them yesterday, and then was like, okay, well, I know it's over a hundred. <laughs> so I'm just going to say over. 100. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, uh, and, and and I and I tell you, but yeah, go ahead. I, I love this
0: topic. <laughs> so, um, first. One of the one of the biggest questions that I have as a podcaster is how do you choose who you're going to interview? Follow my the energy. Right. And, and I'm, I'm kind of
1: I, 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 I'd say I've got a show about nothing and a show about everything, because I'm just looking for human beings that have good energy, that that are authentic, that are that are uh, that just that, that that I'm interested in. Right. I I want to, if I if I find myself wanting to know more about a person, well then I want to have them on because then I'm not faking my questions, I'm not faking my my interest, you know. Right. So uh, I and now I have learned a lot. I've learned so much about people and 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 you know what makes a good guest, and I I, I don't know. It just uh, it has taught me so much. I'm actually. And I'm, I'm digressing here a little bit, but podcasting has taught me so much about sales and just having conversations, it just conversations in general. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually, we're going to do some, I've got a networking event and I'm, I'm putting together some activities that use podcasting as a way to improve your sales, right? Because it, it's got everything in it that we want for what we're trying to say to do when we go and meet with a potential prospect or customer, you know, right. It's that curiosity, that, that genuine interest and it's relationship building 101. I mean, podcasting is, you know, so it's, uh, I, 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 I really enjoy it. I love doing, I love doing the live um, and, and, And I've got more ideas as far as the guests go. It's it's going to be people moving forward. I don't care what your financial statement is, your bank statement, or how many followers. I want people with good energy, and that I feel that with. You know? Yeah. That that's that's what we want. That's the proximity we want to be around. I mean, right? So
0: yeah. So I hate I hate to ask people picking favorites, but what do you feel like is the most memorable? one of your podcasts or one that just sticks out in your brain? Like, man, I really remember this one and it made it, it, it changed. It was a game changer for me.
1: Oh uh, man. Oh, I, I, I have a lot of those, but I, I'm, I'm going to uh, speak about, you know, one one particular person, again, all of my guests, I could say great things about all, all of them, honestly, but there, there's one particular gentleman that, that I interviewed here recently on Jenny Weenie and the average dude. And uh, his name's Onrak Block. I don't know if you're connected with him on LinkedIn, but he's such an interesting person. I mean, yeah. And, and he he's he's had a lot of success. He's had tremendous success. He's probably I'm going to guess in his mid fifties, uh, but he still has this incredible energy and enthusiasm for life. He shares his knowledge, and he's he's always just he's very authentic. And you know, we we have these. You know, if fair or not, we have these stereotypes, these kind of avatars of these people that are really successful. And we think of them being a certain way, kind of rigid, set in their ways and holding on to the. Well, he's just I just found him to be just the opposite. And and it was so random. He was living in California. I noticed the comment that he made in the comment on the post. I wasn't connected with him; it intrigued me. I was like, oh, that's an interesting comment. And yeah. so I, I said something back to his comment and and then we we struck up a conversation what well, come time to find out he's moving from California all the way to Greenville <laughs> and and so he's got a house in in Greenville now and he's building his office here but but that's just the kind of randomness so you yeah. know well, I'm sitting here talking about him and had I not noticed his comment made a comment on his comment I wouldn't even know him and now like i say these are the types of people when someone's already had success, they don't have anything to prove, but they're still out there looking for new things and excited about trying. I mean, I love that. Uh, that I mean, that that's really what it's about <laughs> to me. So there's no end. Yeah, just keep going.
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like something that a lot of successful people have in common is that they maybe i don't know if the word goal oriented is right or if they're just big dreamers right what what is the dream for daniel what's what's the what's the hey here's what i would love to to go through or here's 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 something that i'm working towards
1: yeah man i I tell you so on 11 11 2014 i had i had a list of things that i i wanted to do right I, i wanted where i the way the way that i wanted things to go and so what has happened the I would, I would call it kind of phase one. I, I just gave my first, uh, my first uh, keynote public talk, public speech. That was a big, a big deal for me. That was something that I had planned way back when that I wanted to do because I love talking about stuff like this. And, 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 and so honestly, it phase, phase one, a lot of the things I, I wanted to be talking about sales. I I, I don't know. i, I so what's, what phase two is something that I'm still working on. And, 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 you know, it's, uh, it's going to be in these, in these same waters, but I just, I enjoy so much about just telling people stories. I love marketing, Jonathan. I, I love hearing, you know, I've actually got somebody coming on the show here soon that, uh, that, you know, people that I meet out in the community through networking and this sort of thing. And, all, they've got great skill set and they just need just a little bit of exposure, you know, and yeah. and they're going to do, do do great. And not that I I want to, I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to build it where I've got something that can really help those kind of people. In other words, I want a fun, entertaining show that can take ordinary people and give them a platform to flex their muscle mm-hmm. and and be seen and and have fun. And maybe we learn some things too. And I, I want to do more of a talk show type format where I have maybe two guests. So me and my cousin have a little banter. We yeah. bring guest in, we introduce, we have a little banner. We introduce the next guest, have a little banner.
0: See you next week, folks. And to be the new Johnny Carson, then, huh? Yeah, maybe. You know,
1: I mean, because I, I like, I like, I think if we could just kind of turn it like that, and then also go out into the public, go to the business, get to know the business owner. Uh, possibly put together stories for people you know what I mean just kind of to tell their story to help them market their products or service or idea Um, I I enjoy doing things like that and 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 then of course just continuing to meet people and uh, it's it's just exciting man because I there's you know once once you once you find and you start becoming more comfortable in your own skin and you realize, hey, I, I don't have to be the tallest guy on the roller coaster. I can be the shortest guy. Well, the long I'm tall to I'm just gonna have fun, you know? And and once I realize that, I'm just like, well, you know, I don't have to be great at this. As a matter of fact, I'm the average dude. So I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna try to be average at it, right? right. But I'm gonna have fun and and do the best that I can. So it's It's, uh, there, there's that. And some other things I, of course, I'd like to do more public speaking and that sort of thing, but what I'd really like to become more comfortable in my skin, take more action, try bigger things. It just, you know, there's always more, more going, more to do. You know,
0: you mentioned you did uh, an open mic comedy night or something. It was an improv
1: comedy. So it was like sketch comedy. comedy. Yeah. I tell you, it was, it was a fantastic experience. I want to do it again. It's just, Uh, and and I and I will I I actually want to do it like an activity with this as well because you're thinking on your feet you're working together this improv comedy and 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 you've got the pressure of the crowd and um it's I think there's sales skills there you know right so uh so I I I love, I love doing stuff like that, man. Anything you right up.
0: <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Anything that kind of makes you a little bit nervous, anything that gets you scared. You know, I heard one of my, uh, one of my friends said, you know, you should do something every single day that scares you. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. I, obviously not just like take a knife and throw it at yourself or something like that, but, but something that, that emotionally or, or psychologically kind of scares you a little bit that you're afraid of. And I think that maybe all, maybe the, one of the secrets of life is figuring out how to conquer this thing called fear. Yes. Right? Oh, Yes. And I feel like, unfortunately, it's one of the reasons that I started my podcast, because I, I think that a lot of society nowadays is taught of fear. We're we're seeing it everywhere in our society is pushing fear on people. How do you conquer fear? How, how do you what's what what's Daniel's secret? And I and I mean, I feel like I've heard it over and over and over again. So apologies if I'm getting repetitive here, but I just want no. our our listeners to be able to hear this. What's the secret to conquering fear, Daniel? knowing
1: that whatever your mind says, you know, I'm, I'll talk about jumping out of the airplane. My, you know, I'm very scared of heights. It was a tandem jump. I, I created a situation. I committed to it. And now the mind, you know, people say, well, think positively. Shoot. I was thinking all sorts of things, right? I mean, I can't, I, I was thinking of all the things that could go bad. I was thinking all of the things, that. but I mean, but, I'm still jumping out of that plane. You know what I mean? No matter whatever happens, I'm jumping out of that plane. Right. So, it it, it it it's okay let the mind do what it does. Control that through journaling, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do it. <laughs> now some action. I, I'm not, this, not is,
0: it. this is where I love uh, on your uh on your podcast you've got a catchphrase. Yeah, let's roll, baby. Let's roll, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and thats I feel like that's what it's all about is conquering fear is about just, hey, you know what? I know what I need to do. Let's take action. Let's just I do think, it. I think in that, uh, and I, I can't remember what book it was in now, but they talk about throwing your hat over the fence where a guy's nervous about meeting his neighbor and he mm-hmm. throws his hat over the fence because he's like, well, now I got to go meet him because I got to go get my hat back. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so man. he committed something.
1: Took that's right. Of action. That's exactly right. I, I commit to situations that, that make me uncomfortable. And then before you know it, you're there and you're doing it. And, and, and what I would say, too, you know, what happens is you have spillover. So if you start taking a lot of action, you start doing these uncomfortable things. Well, you tell the story of the last uncomfortable thing you did at this new place. And so it just all so if I'm if I'm talking at my networking group, I might be telling the story of a lesson that I learned on a podcast. And on the podcast, I was telling the story of something, you see what I mean? It just so the yeah. the, the story is your life, basically. You know, so what you have to do. Well, I need something to talk about on G. the average Well, I better take some action.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I've got something to talk about. Exactly. Because then
1: it, then it's then it's you're living it. And 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 I think that's what ultimately you know, how, one of the first things that I wrote on my, my newest journal. So I go out and I buy a nice journal, right? Just, just something that's nice. Just a, it's a mindset thing. But mm-hmm. so I thought I wrote it, My first thing I wrote today's day, what, what will happen with my life? What, what will happen? You know, I mean, it, it, forget about the past, let go of the past. You know, the, the mind is consumed with memory and anticipation, right? It's, that's all it's doing but the only thing that is real, best I can tell, is that perpetual now that we're all experiencing, right? It's this moment. And it's, you know, so, so it's these decisions and, and what we make in these decisions. Where will our life go? Where will I be in a year? What will happen? Well, it's going to be based on a lot on the decisions that I make and the things that I do as it will be with everybody, you know? And, and so just that kind of what will happen, you know, and, and putting ourselves into the story, what do we want to happen? What will that take? Reverse engineer it and let's roll, you know?
0: That's great. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel, I know that we're, we're coming across our, the, the end of our podcast here. I wanted to two things. Number one, you mentioned you've listened to some podcasts or you've read some books or listened to some audios. What are some things that you've, what are some nuggets or not nuggets? uh, What are some sources, right? If we wanted to lead people to the water and say, Hey, you can drink here. What are some books that you've read or some audios you've listened to that you're like, man, I would suggest this to anybody. It's going to help them in life.
1: Yeah. uh, I would say, uh, you know, the, the ones that we're, The things that we're talking about now, are they're they're said in many different ways by a lot of different authors, Uh, but I'm I'm going to just go with a three, three books. I'm writing these down right now just to kind of what pops into my head, Jonathan, is that five, four, three, two, one. I think Mel Robbins wrote that, but it's about letting go of what the mind says and taking action now. I think that's a great principle and that, that will be applicable in whatever we do. The compound effect, I think Darren Hardy wrote that one. Essentially, it's small things compound. So things like 10,000 steps, making your bed, and while those are so effective. So the compound effect. And then uh, a book by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, um, which is very effective in letting go of past, future, all the thinking that the mind does and the only place of impact, of course, the power, the power of this moment.
0: That's awesome. I appreciate yeah. you sharing those with me, Daniel. Now yeah. uh, here's, here's the end. What I okay. like, what I love to to talk about is what do you have to plug? What are you excited about? What do you want to promote? How would people find your podcast? How would people find your website or or your Ginny uh, Winnie and the average dude? Yes. How do people find these things? Help, help me promote these things. And then also, even your company, Waldrop, are you guys hiring? Are you looking for somebody? What are you looking for? What oh, yeah. to that, promote? We are always looking for fan pack. Let me say that, Waldrop Mechanical. Of course, that's
1: who pays my bills. <laughs> and uh, I'm all, we're always looking for great technicians, you know, okay. and, and we're creating a team on the commercial side at Waldrop that I'm very excited about. We've already got great technicians, but we're building... Because at the end of the day, doing things like it's it's not what the salesman says; it's who the technician is. We need the very
0: best that we can find, you know. It's well, um, a good technician. What if, if someone's listening right now and they're like, "Yeah, Man, I, maybe oh gosh,
1: I I, I love this topic too." Being D- detail oriented, being really enjoying their job, taking pride in their job, doing the little tiny bit extra, you know, wiping down, you know, HVAC, heating and air, but but just little things to show that you care. Right. And and you're not just going through the motions. And and I, I have some great, uh, great technicians. And I, I I mean, you can't you can't repeat that. You can't put it in the copier.
0: But, right. but that just makes for a great team, you know. Um, so Does somebody I, need to come already, like with all of the knowledge and skills or do you guys? Hey, you know what we take? We take somebody who's got the ambition and has those detail oriented things and we'll teach them all the things they need to know.
1: We teach them if they they've got the willingness and, and, and that we definitely would love to have them come. And it's a great way to do it. I'm telling you, the HVAC business, if somebody's got that entrepreneurial spirit, everybody's trying all their things, go out, get your HVAC designation, get certified. And then you can build you can build a business in the HVAC business. I, I, I assure you. And and, awesome. and and maybe it starts from the technician standpoint. Uh, I will say, you know, a lot of these things that I do, I do them, they have benefits, massive benefits in, in my business and, and in sales, you know, all of these things, but I, I do it because I enjoy it, you know, right. sure, it's, I enjoy doing these things and, and so having fun, that being said, um, you know, the last episode of Jenny Winnie and the Average Day. of course, you're going to have an ebb in the flow of people watching, but I was I was really happy with that episode because the last one that I did, uh, of course, you can find it on LinkedIn, um, but uh, that was uh, with Michael Ray, which I don't know if you've seen him, but he's basically, he's Smile Project Louisville. He goes out and makes people smile all the time, but I had a really good conversation with him, so I'd love for people to watch that because we didn't have didn't have a whole lot of viewers on it, but Of course, you can go back and watch the replay. Um, And then, uh, hey, every week, Thursday at 11.30, my cousin and I, we interview people. We have a good time. I've got two guests this week. I've got two guests next week. So be sure to tune in. Thursdays at 11.30. And, uh, hey, it's a a work in progress, and we we keep making changes, but that's what's fun about it, you know? And uh, so really looking forward. That's tomorrow. So tomorrow – well, tomorrow, Thursday at eleven thirty, uh, we'll be. Uh, I've got I've got two guests tomorrow, and these are not going to be household names or people that you recognize, but these are people just like me and you, human beings that have talent, skills, abilities, and we're going to talk about what those are and 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 get to know them on a on a personal level as well. So
0: that's great, and I love <clears throat> I love your chemistry with with uh, with Jeannie Winnie. Yeah, uh, yeah. you guys you guys do great on that show. Um, yeah, so well, I, I appreciate that. How did, and, and this is another off topic, I, I don't want to go way past our time here, Daniel, but yeah. how did you and your cousin decide to partner up? Because you had already had your own podcast for a while.
1: I did. And uh, so I asked Jenny to come on as a guest. And so she was a guest on the first first episode of my LinkedIn Live, because i just always wanted to do a live podcast type situation. And uh, so she came on and then the next week my guest canceled and I said, Jenny, Why don't you, you know, why don't you join me again and let's just do it together? And and it was, it was one of those things. Like as soon as I said it, we're like, well, duh, that's what we should have been doing the whole time. Hey, man, who knows
0: what's gonna happen? Well, I appreciate you joining me today, Daniel. I'm gonna let you end our uh, end our show here. Okay. with with your With your saying, hey, you know what
1: time it is, everybody? Let's get out there and let's roll.
0: Thank you, Daniel Allison, for sharing your story about how the average dude can accomplish amazing things if they will choose to grow, take action, get uncomfortable, put in the reps, and learn to believe in themselves. All right, listeners, let's get out there and make our world, our country, and our state a better place. When you succeed, we all succeed. And as always, this is your reminder that the left lane is for passing. So speed up or move over. Yo. Yeah. a yeah.